You're listening to Dramas Over Flowers. This is an episode of What's Up in Dramaland with Saya, Anissa, and Boromir. Hi, thanks for joining us. I'm Saya. In this episode, we'll be taking a quick look at current industry news as it pertains to K-drama fans, and we'll be updating you with the dramas set to premiere in the month ahead. This podcast is a project by fans for fans. If you want to be a part of making that dream grow, there are a whole lot of ways you can help. You can share our episodes on fan sites and social media, talk about the podcast to your K-drama loving friends, or leave a review on iTunes or whichever app or platform that you use to listen to us. And if you want to help us keep our lights on, you can check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash dramasoverflowers. Finally, you can get in touch with us with your thoughts and ideas. We're always reading the comments on YouTube and Drama Beans, but you can also tweet at us at dramasoverflow or email us at dramasoverflowers at gmail.com. And that's it from me. Enjoy the episode and tell us what you're looking forward to. Bye. Hi, everyone. I'm Saya. Hi, I'm Parma. And today we don't have Anissa with us, but we do have a returning guest, Rimi. If you haven't heard Remy before, she uh, joined us, I think, last on the Burning Sun episode. So go listen to that if you haven't. And since that uh, last outing we had with Remy, I think she's got a fun new gig that she's going to tell us about, hopefully, which is that you've joined Soul Beats. So what's that about? Tell us about that a little bit, if you don't mind. Yes, of course. Hi, everyone. I'm Remy. And yeah, since I last, we spoke about Burning Sun. Since then, I have indeed joined Soul Beats as a writer, and I'm really happy. So they have a great editorial stuff and it's been fun writing with them. I feel like I'm learning a lot. What do you write about? Yeah, so they have a few segments that they do, like the week in review or where they cover music and lyrics. So these are things I really enjoy and I'm part of a few of the segments. There's a Soul Beats mixtape that I would really like to join, but I don't have so much time where they put together a mixtape on a theme. For instance, the last one is Strolling in the Fantasy World. So where the writer has put together songs that make her think that she is strolling in a fantasy world. That's a mixtape I really enjoyed. The previous one was a rock mixtape that I really enjoyed. So they have these segments that they do reviews on what's uh, the latest music that has been released, or there is some discussion on dramas, there are sociocultural articles. I really like Soul Beats because their discussion, the discussion in their articles is very thought-provoking it's well thought out like I said they have a great editorial staff and every time we make a pitch the editors will come back with really really amazing feedback on how to think about topics so I'm really enjoying writing for them and I'm currently recapping the produce series not recapping reviewing the produce series because I'm very passionate about it and that's how I got into k-pop in season two so I hope people will read I guess for people who don't know we should say that soul beats is kind of like drama beans for k-pop yeah. yeah, there's a wider variety, like there are a number of sociocultural articles as well as some drama articles, but it's mostly K-pop, yes. Mm. Oh, so that's great. So people should go check out your articles. And I think we linked one in our last WhatsApp, which yeah, was we did. the moral we did. dilemma of um, something. Yeah, uh, of whether of whether fans should boycott YG. Yeah. And whether, like, is, is it fair to the artists? And it, yeah, Remy's article is really, well, she sort of breaks down all the different moral angles of it. And again, listeners, please go read it. <laughs> I think that's a, so, guys. a really relevant segue into, I think, our first piece of news, which just broke, um, like, in the last day or so. Yeah. Kang Ji-hwan being under arrest for sexual assault. 
which was I didn't I was really surprised by that. I was like, really? I, I didn't know about it either. <laughs> so just to give people context, Kang Ji Won right now uh, is was at least starring in Josh and Survival. So originally, what happened is that um, he was arrested on charges of sexual assault at his home against two employees from his agency, and the employees were like outsourced employees, so they weren't like in-house employees. Two female employees. One of the uh, employees reported that she had witnessed the sexual assault on the other, and then uh, he made a statement promising full cooperation with the investigation, and then the court issued a warrant for his pre-trial detention on the grounds that there was a risk of destruction of evidence. So what's happened in the meantime is that he's actually in a currently airing drama called Just on Survival, and that's been cancelled for this week. This week is like mid-July, while they search for a yeah. replacement for his character, which is the main character, because he's Kanji Hwan. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it's all quite... Hmm. Yeah. That's like... I cannot imagine this drama succeeding now. And it actually sounded quite interesting. It's on my list to sort of start. At. And because I've seen Kang Ji-won before in a couple of drums, and you know, he's good. But yeah, what do you guys think? Remy? Well, the first thing that came to my mind is his last drama, Happy If You Die, or Feel Good mm. to Die, where he yeah. plays the boss, Baek Jin Sung. And mm. his character is such an asshole. <laughs> and particularly in the, in the manhwa, not so much in the, like the drama kind of changed the story a little. But in the manhwa, the character himself is supposed to be quite misogynistic. And in the first thing that came to my mind was, wow, <laughs> the actor is actually worse than the character in the drama that he played. Because if you read the description of events, uh, Kang Ji Han himself, he just says, I don't remember anything. But I think he does admit to uh, being in their room. He just says, I don't remember anything. I was too drunk. So my first thought was that, wow. the actor so, or, the, or his character? Are we talking about the drama or his real life? I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so in real life, in real life, he apparently, like his uh, legal whatever side has released that he doesn't remember. Or I mean, I read this, that he doesn't remember what happened. Oh, that's convenient. But that's yeah. that's very convenient but like my first thought was wow he took that character home and he should not have <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's definitely one way to put it uh, you know yeah. i was um we were talking about this on whatsapp with anisa um as this news came out and i was just like are all men trash <laughs> and <laughs> and farmer is not all men <laughs> and then i was like somehow that feels worse like yeah i mean ju- oh. just enough of them that it feels like all of them so the the problem is that that one person will not stick to harassing one woman right he will harass another seven women so it might be one in seven guys doing it but all seven and seven women have been through it yeah absolutely it's interesting like i was going through some uh, netizen comments um after reading the news and a lot of people were like, um, the drama, Josh and Survival, is uh, good, but not this particular actor's um, acting so much. So they wouldn't mind him being replaced because his character was not as pivotal as... Um, at least they seem to think that there were other actors whose acting were more impressive and they were more invested in their storyline, so they wouldn't mind like him being replaced. 
So, That's interesting. Uh, he's kind of a yeah, big but, hitter in terms of acting. I mean, I think I've only seen him in like one and a half dramas, but I know like his reputation precedes him. And, you know, he's sort of old, not old school, but sort of first wave K-drama fan favorite. Really? Kind of. I mean, don't you remember um, that he was was one of Java Beans' favorite actors um, back in the day? And like I remember, I was watching Hangeldong, and I was like, I came for Jangun Sok, and I stayed for Kanji Hwan. And I remember oh, wow. thinking that, because and this is like way back, one of my very first K dramas. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, goodbye. <laughs> but it is interesting that uh, uh, the prosecution acted this quickly for an actor who's like uh, whose drama is currently airing, and he's like. He's a big name. This, I, I mean, I don't know, before this year, this kind of stuff would not happen this quickly. So, progress, I guess. Yes. Yeah, perhaps. Perhaps. All right. So, should we move on to the next one? Yes. All right. So, looks like a Korean um, production company, uh, Seon Media, is joining hands with an Indian production company called Eros International Media Limited to um, produce a, cine- a, a film and a TV show on a character that not too many people know about, uh, the Queen um, Hyo Hwang Ok. Uh, butchering the name. Hyo Hwang Ok. <laughs> All right, Remy, do you have thoughts on this? <laughs> no, I mean, there's really not that much news on this. I think it only came out earlier this year. So that... Uh, so from India, it's Eros International and South Korea, it's, is it Say One? So they have joined hands to create this drama about this queen who is supposedly from Ayodhya and about 2000 years ago, I guess, from the timeline, she left Ayodhya to marry Kim Suro. And yeah. so my basic thoughts were, so I, you know, I found it very interesting that, I mean, I didn't know it prior to the news about this drama, but it seems that Ayodhya is a popular Ayodhya where this queen is from and is also a major landmark historical religious site for us in India. And it seems that a lot of South Korean tourists go there every year, including the South Korean first lady in November last year because of this queen. Oh, I I remember seeing that news. Yeah, I remember seeing that. And I also then looked up, so there's a previous drama where this queen has been a character. Uh, it's called Kim Suro. It's a 2010 drama with Ji Sung playing the role of the king. And oh, okay. I mean, I only just saw a couple of scenes. But I mean, it goes without saying that, for instance, the actress playing this queen was a Korean actress. And, you know, her mannerisms were obviously very Korean. She spoke fluent Korean. She was dressed in like, I think a sari or a lenga. It, it looks to be a Is that South historically Indian. accurate? Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> she, like the, the style of tying it to me seemed to be from somewhere in the southern parts of India, not from Ayodhya, which is in the north. But also like it had a blouse and the blouse is something that was introduced by the British only maybe around 1800 or 1700. So it may have been a lehenga. I couldn't tell. I just saw a couple of scenes. But like there was obviously nothing Indian about her. So I'm, but I'm hoping that here where an Indian company is also part of the picture. Like I'm really hoping to see like an Indian, South Korean, Indian actress. Like, oh, 
that'll be so much fun i'm really excited about it but there's no news i was reading up a bit about uh, the myth of uh, queen hyo because um i had never heard of her before and so it it turns out that there are um competing beliefs about where she came from um mm, you had some korean scholars deciding that it was ayodhya because it sounded like ayuta kingdom which is what was mentioned in samguk yusa um which was i think around the 13th or 14th century where this legend was first mentioned the story is supposedly uh, uh, the the incident supposedly happened um in the 30 or 40 ad around that period but the but it was mentioned in story format in samguk yusa like a thousand years after that and by that time there was no they just said ayuta kingdom in a distant foreign land they didn't say where it was so scholars decided that it must be india because of a few other you know things and also because ayuta sounds so much like ayodhya mm-hmm. however it's uh, not actually definite because the, i ayodhya wasn't called ayodhya back in those times and um, there is some reason to believe that maybe she came from a south indian kingdom the pandya kingdom in tamil nadu oh yeah and so maybe hey maybe that's why her clothing looked a little more south indian <laughs> i also read that like some some scholars speculate that she actually came from thailand where there is another yeah, so i i, I read that too but they said that that is unlikely to be because the the thai kingdom that they talk about didn't come into being until after samguk yusa was written Okay. So it was not founded till 1350 common era. So yeah, so that's unlikely that that is where the um that is where she originated. However, this is all speculation. Nobody knows exactly, but what we do know is that she has mythical origins. Correct. Like she herself may never have existed. Or she may have existed but maybe she may not have been from any part of India or, or maybe she could have been from some other South Asian country. We don't know exactly. We do know a couple of things about her though. Um and that is that her family did like descendants of her family uh, I think two of her sons kept the Hyo name. So a lot of modern uh, Hyos I think some 6 million of them can trace back their lineage to her and uh, Koreans and um the other thing we know about her is that her brother was the one who introduced Buddhism to Korea. So Yeah, I mean it's an interesting character and there are a lot of stories around her myth. So if they could actually collaborate successfully with an Indian production company and have Indian actors acting alongside Korean actors, I don't I my brain can't even compute that. I know that is so much fun. I mean <laughs> the I mean like the the 2010 drama is it's fine but like there's obviously there's nothing even remotely Indian about the character. Yeah. And it'll just be it'll be so much fun to see this kind of collaboration particularly for us South Asian fans. I'm quite excited mm-hmm. about the p- fact that it's um promising to be bilingual as well which is like you know you've got like yeah. the production right. is going to be so it's going to be obviously co-produced so you've got writers like from India and from Korea working together to to sort of create this drama. And Woo-hoo! <laughs> we've also got like a mixed cast and that's really exciting actually because that's not it's not even a common type of collaboration in general ever yeah. anywhere correct i mean brown and like from the eastern parts of asia brown that's not something seen very commonly <laughs> yeah, right R- wrong kinds of asians <laughs> <laughs> hey so the actress who portrayed this uh, queen in the 2010 drama was soji hey do we know who that is i don't think i've watched anything of hers i believe she's in 49 days 
Right. But, yeah. Oh, she, she, she's in Jealousy Incarnate. Yeah. But like, I, I can't remember her, the characters that she plays. So I have watched both these dramas. Yeah, I can't either. Apparently, she was also in My Ideas Gundam Beauty. She's, um, okay. Yeah, I do remember her, but. Oh, right, right. No, no, no. She was, did you guys, you guys probably didn't watch Black, uh, uh, what's it called? Black Knight. Um, she tends to play antagonists, like, you know, the evil second lead. Okay. And she does those really well. She's got a bit of a cool kind of demeanor. So she doesn't, I haven't seen her doing any sort of hot kind of roles, but. Oh, in Jealousy Incarnate, she was the other, the rival news reporter who was George Jung Suk's not quite love interest, the other rival love interest. Oh, do you remember? Oh, I liked her character. Yeah, you do. You did like her because she does really good villains. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't quite a villain though. I think she was just like Sim- d- yeah, kind of cusp of a bit being an antag- a villain, yeah, like quite. an antagonist without being a villain. Yeah. So she does yeah. those roles really fun. She was a bit crazy in Black Black Knight, but um. Yeah, she's she's more than competent. I don't think I've seen her doing a, a nor- an actual proper lead where she's not. An yeah, I think this this might have been the only one, or or back at that back but in the day. But she's got maybe. that she's got that sagak, um, like what is it called? Um, yeah, the look and also that that cool tone. I think it would be really good for like sagak royalty. Yeah, and now that I know that the movie exists, um, or TV series exists, and it had, um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how it goes. <laughs> yeah, we'll do. Alright. Next is oh, next is mm, more unfun stuff, but this time it's crazy fans. So I thought this was pretty interesting because um, I don't know if you guys have heard about Tekion having problems with sussing harassment and like that they've got his home address and they keep stalking him, like trying to get into his house and stuff like that. So his agency, 51K, the agency's taking quite a hard line um, against the uh, sussing fans and they've said that they will, you know, they'll be like, cracking down on them really severely and pursuing them legally. And they're basically saying, we are going to look out for our actors. So if you cross the line, you are going to get in trouble. Like, there's not going to be any kind of leniency there. So I thought that was that was a, a good stance for a, an agency to take. How common is that? Yeah, um, that, that's their job. It is, but they don't always do it. I don't know how common it is, but like, Takyon, he has been calling out uh, Sasangs for... Quite a while. Like I found this to 15th May 2016 uh, tweet by him. And even over here, he's written, and I'm just reading it. If you have these things called manners and curtsy, stop calling me or messaging me. What you are doing is called invasion of privacy. So he has been calling out Sasang for uh, quite a while. And I'm glad his agency is supporting him in yeah. this kind of where he's just, I'm not not taking this kind of behavior because there are so many idols that really don't say anything. I mean, that kind of news just stays quiet. So I'm glad he's with an agency that is supporting his more vocal stance about these things. Yeah. And he's also protecting his team members because I think like they've been getting threats and stuff and he was tweeting about that. So I'm, I'm glad his agency is backing him up. He wasn't with 51K before, was he? I think he was with JYP. He was with JYP. Yeah, he, uh, after he came out of ARMY, he switched agencies. So it's his new agency. Yeah. Does JYP protect their artists the same way? 
I think it probably made news because it's not done very often. You you might be right. Maybe agencies don't call out Sasang fans so much because Sasang fans they do invade privacy, but they are also the ones who spend the most money on idols, send them the most expensive gifts. You know, many fan sites are also Sasang. Many fan sites are not. I'm not going after all fan sites, but many fan sites are also Sasangs. They will you know follow idol members on. airplanes and they'll follow them to private events uh, in order to get the best pictures so you know so in a way sasangs also help with the advertising and the promotion of idols and mm. agencies i suppose this might be certain types of sasangs uh, or certain types of fans but agencies definitely coordinate with so i think there might be a limit to how strict agencies want to be Yeah, but like when you when they're getting their personal information and trying to get into their offices and houses, that's a line and that's like their private numbers. Definitely, exactly. Definitely. And harassing all the band members. This yeah, someone needs to tell them tell them to stop. So it seems like it's a good idea to sort of use legal avenues on them. Yeah. Shall we move on to the next thing? Yeah. What else we got? <laughs> okay. So oh, the next thing is a cool one. This one, Anissa would have loved the story. So it's a shame that she's missing it, but I'm sure she's like. having fun thinking of us talking about this um yunya jung and hanyeri are about uh, are going to make hollywood debuts in a film with steven yeun and this is really cool so um steven yeun is um he's the executive producer for the film and he'll also play the lead role um and it's uh, a film called minari um and they're going to start shooting this in the states the end of july Um, and it's based on a true story of a Korean American director called Isaac Chung, whose family moved to rural Arkansas. So it, it's like it's an immigrant story as well. And this is just—I just love the whole idea of this. So they're using legit K actresses to to tell this immigrant story, along with Korean American, um, like the Korean American production hand, which I think is is so important for bringing out the nuance of the immigrant stories. I mean the same way that something like Kim's convenience is just feels so real it's because it it is underlaid by real experience not like white people making a story up about brown people or indeed brown people making up a story about brown people in white lands without ever having experienced it so it's yeah it I think I'm I'm quite excited about this but we'll keep an eye on this as as it progresses um it's an independent film of course um So I think we can expect something fun. What do you guys think? Yeah, um this sounds very interesting and I like that they are collaborating directly with Korean actors because th- this it would or what do you think about the fact that they seem to be casting Korean um actors directly instead of like Korean American actors for this role? Well, this is the whole um because they are going to be immigrants like they are moving from korea mm. to the states so i think that's about yeah. as true a representation as you can get and i mean this is it's just these these two i don't know who else is is like imported from korea but presumably the rest of the cast is going to be sort of made up of a, a mix of um american actors with asian backgrounds imagine like um your own family or at least my own family it's like you know your parents or your grandparents who are coming um over from back home and you know they don't speak a word of english until they get here and then everything you know you have to figure it all out when you get there 
um, which is yeah. the experience for a lot of people. So I think um, it's it's actually a really good um, editorial choice in that sense. So the reason I was asking about what we think about um, Korean actors being cast here as the protagonists is is because of the reception of Mulan. Uh, because the trailer oh. came out this, uh, last week and I loved it. And mm-hmm. I, I, I listen, I'm not a, a, an Asian American um, with the immigrant story. So I cannot relate to the exact fears and worries of Asian Americans who watch it and don't feel right. Um, but when I see, when I saw Mulan of the 90s, it looked like a very Americanized version of an Asian story. It was written and, and created by um, uh, Asian Americans, yet it was very Americanized. And I, representation matters, and that was all the representation they had. And it's, it's such a beloved animated movie. I, I completely get that. But when I saw this Mulan trailer, and this looked like this could have happened in China. This looked so, it looked Asian. And it's a story it based It has the, on, like, yeah. Russia aesthetic, which made it. It had, it had yeah. The, yeah, exactly. The aesthetics, it had, the fact that they had, um, Disney had collaborated with Chinese writers to write the story. Instead of having Asian uh, American writers be part of the crew was something that a, people, a lot of people felt very bad about. So I don't know what the final I result kind of understand that um, because in the sense that even if it's based on a Chinese legend, yeah, it's made in America for an American box office, you would assume. Mm-hmm. So the criticism that they're making that the uh, Chinese Americans or Asian Americans are making is that this should be a film for us. And you should be treating us as your prime consumer. And instead mm. of that, you're creating a product to sell to an enormous Chinese market without like disregarding us and our existence. And the fact that, you know, it, it's like it's feeding your neighbor before you feed your kids or something like that. And it's like, hello, we're here. <laughs> so in the, it, it's kind of erasing the the domestic need in order to please foreign money making audience so like i can get that and that was uh, um, by the way that's not necessarily my opinion that's just me summarizing what the criticism is of of the live action um, but like i can i can understand where it's i don't know how i personally feel about the entire thing myself but i get it like i can see why you would feel that way but then I, I, time, I can see why you want your film to just sell to the high, you know, to the biggest audience. So. I don't think we'll be able to tell whether it's right or not until we actually watch the movie and see how things have been executed. Yeah, absolutely. There's always that. But I think the reason, as Saya said, the reason she did, she explained the reason for people's hurt and anger very well it's true um what what should have been an american adaptation now seems like a, a global venture and it's no longer mm. just americas and and of course american asians are not being given precedence but the thing is that i've grown up watching hollywood movies these animated movies have been as much part of my childhood as any americans so as as much as they need representation this is all the animation, like Indian animation is kind of like in its nascent stage, not even that. It's, it's really in, in a very, it's not, it's not, it, it's non-existent. 
so <laughs> hollywood animation is all we've got <laughs> yeah so it it's it's good to have representation for like you you see your representation where you get it so i i'm i am i can see myself in in a in a mulan just as much as i can see myself in a cinderella that's fine you put yourself in and other ethnicities um shoot because the character resonates with you but anytime i see asian stories being adapted into um uh, the american some 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 american uh, movie and it it's played by either white people or now thankfully more asian americans it's great it's fantastic but the storytelling is always very westernized you oh. you lose the oriental roots of the stories and so for once i'm actually really glad that they went back to the oriental roots i really don't want to but, keep saying oriental but i don't know how else to make my point but do you think it's possible for uh, a western uh, like a hollywood production to actually tell an authentic eastern story we can never do a chinese historical drama american writers won't be able to come and do that 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 kind of authentic um, storytelling it will not be done however i am not looking for a chinese historical drama out of this i am looking for western storytelling but with m- more authentic is eastern flavors so to speak and you say, if you have chinese writers involved in a, in in the writing of the story here with a character like mulan who's a legend in china and let's face it they did disney did what disney always does and disney turned mulan's story corona so, as they took her so, story away from her and gave it to a white dude full disclosure i haven't even watched disney's mulan the original um, the cut, the animated the original doesn't have that the original has li shang and he is is a general in the army and he trains mulan thinking that he's a man oh, maybe i'm confusing with pocahontas which i also haven't seen no i should just not which talk. of course has the white savior yeah <laughs> so the 1990 version just had li shang as the love interest for mulan and the thing is that uh, his character has apparently been taken out of of this adaptation and in the teaser trailer you don't actually see li shang anywhere it's focused solely on mulan now that gives me some hope that maybe this is not a story about uh, mulan going you know like refusing family traditions not wanting to get married joining the army and then falling in love with this dude in the army which is like a very a love story but like a hero's yeah. journey exactly so i'm hoping that this is more of a hero's journey instead of a love story so i would not mind there being no love interest at all which is which is what i'm almost hoping disney dares to do But let's see. But I said you're talking Disney here. Yeah, that's really true. I know. But then again, you know what is really hot right now? Um, I don't know about um films, but certainly in YA right now, what's really hot is um warrior female heroines, as in really strong female heroines who are traditional yeah. uh, taking on those traditional male um stories, like you know, the hero's journey. the you know the apprentice that becomes the king or in in their cases the oh while we're here quick recommendation um for a book if anyone wants to read something that is sort of like a saga but like king making type uh, with a female um, main character the girl king by mimi yu um which i just read like last week it's really good i just bought it <laughs> oh it's it's really good you're going to enjoy it <laughs> yeah 
Uh, there is uh, one more thing I wanted to say about that, which is that in uh, um, in the criticism that we read about it, that the fact that the production is making all of this, like is gearing it to please a, a Chinese audience, I'm not sure that, it, that a Chinese audience will actually appreciate the the lengths that they've gone to 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 make it like sort of look like proper wuxia because it just it doesn't even so because i'm trying to say is even though the aesthetic is very close to asian dramas it's still quite distinctly western so it may not necessarily please a, a foreign audience in the way that they hope it will but it will please English-speaking audiences outside and of China, I think. And it's I the think. English-speaking audiences that feel that they've been left behind by the production, as in they're the ones sort of left by the wayside. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see how it all turns out. And then when it comes out, we can watch it and reconvene and talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. We will, both for Mirim and for Mulan. Yeah. Uh, last year, uh, last WhatsApp, we... Did we actually mention, I think this news came out maybe on the morning or the day after. It came out later, yeah. Uh, actress Joan Mison, um her, has passed away, um, which is very sad news. Um, she was lost in the psychometric, I think. Yeah, she'd be the mum. Yeah, the... Uh, yeah, so that's sad news. I mean, she's been, she's a very well-known face. She's been in a ton of things. Even if you don't recognize her name, when you see her face, you'll know her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was due to have a film out on July the 24th called The King's Letters, which actually sounds like a really interesting film. It's uh, about the sort of the hidden story behind King Sejong and the creation of the Hangul alphabet. And she played um, the queen, Queen Son, in that. Yeah. And so the promos for that film have been cancelled out of respect to her and her family. And I think she had participated in a press conference just days before um, she passed away. So they're just going to have um, one more press conference. But yeah, that that's some pretty sad news. I don't yeah. think it was said clearly whether it was natural causes or, or suicide. But No, but it was mentioned that she had been suffering from depression. Depression, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I also know her from many dramas, so I was quite sad to see the news. I'm not sure how to make an actual segue from that, so one of you guys can do a bar, but you can do the next one, maybe. Okay. So, the next piece of news that we have, um, as Park Shin Hye um, making a return with another film featuring a gamer, and we're not sure how we feel about it. <laughs> the gamer is played by Yuan, and uh, this At is kind he's of... got like, the biggest star gamers. <laughs> yeah, can't exactly. Win. You are yeah. in, you can't get bigger. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much she she does get them big. Wait, sorry, <laughs> rephrase that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Please rephrase that. Yeah. Um so yeah, she she Hopefully she has a better role in this than in the last yeah. game that she co starred with. Yeah, because it it sounds like a post-apocalyptic story where like um, some kind of a plague or infection wipes out most of the city and leaves a few survivors and Park Shin Hye's character and UIN's character are the only ones. And unlike the last drama she had featured in where, you know, she was with a gamer, uh, this in this movie, Park Shin Hye's character apparently has some survival skills. So, oh. yay. So hopefully she'll have a role too. Yeah, but like in the and last like, one as well. Nothing <laughs> to do aside from crying and waiting and crying. 
system. And no, but her yeah. other character, Emma, was the central character, but Emma was given nothing to do. She just had to sit there and look pretty. And she barely even had So Crystal has been um, cast in an independent film about a college student who falls in love, gets pregnant, and as she's about to get married, goes looking for her own biological father. Um, this sounds like a story I've definitely watched before. <laughs> um, I mean, it's it's interesting because Crystal has never headlined uh, a film before. At least she's um, she's been the lead in one, a couple of dramas. I think the biggest drama she was a lead in might have been the Rain one. Um, she's so lovable, which was also yeah. kind of dull and forgettable. I think people call it <laughs> she's so forgettable <laughs> as well. But she, she's actually, she has improved as an actress. She's not as, as bland as she used to be. And I think the last drama she was in, she was pretty fun and enjoyable. But I think the important thing is that when she has interesting side characters, that they do they are better than when she tries to carry a drama herself. So this is a film. I don't, um, she's better than she used to be. But I don't know if she's got enough sort of screen presence or charisma to, to carry the entire film. But she was good in player, so could all be in the direction, who knows. Yeah. Did Remy have any thoughts about that? Oh, not really. I just found it interesting that her character gets pregnant before she gets married. So hopefully we'll see a little bit of that South Korean view on this phenomenon. Explored, yeah. 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 Now, I mean, I was just thinking that would be nice. Uh, so in actual Romanese, yeah, we've got, um, I think we briefly mentioned uh, last month or the month before about Kang Hanul and Gong Hyojin potential pairing. So that happened. And Yay. they've also confirmed Kim Ji Sook in that cast. Um, okay. And that drama is going to be coming up in September on KBS. And it's called When the Camellia Blooms. And apparently it's got a very interesting love geometry not sure if that's a triangle or a square or a pentagon <laughs> i guess we'll find out um but we'll, we'll have more information about that probably um in next month's what's up because that's when there'll be more information you, know, you have these very whimsical drama names like when camellia blooms it, it's most likely going to be a mellow and hmm. <laughs> i'm not sure i from what i read it doesn't sound like it's gonna be a mellow it's kanka news comeback drama as in yeah. mellow or not mellow you have to watch it yeah I'll, I'll most likely start watching it i just need it to not be depressing so i can keep watching it because <laughs> as listeners would know i i can drop stuff like real fast so. <laughs> well, i mean he's finally a lead which hasn't happened yet yeah. and with gung hyojin who just does so like she she can make you like really unlikable characters and she tends to pick quite interesting roles so hopefully i mean it sounded a tiny bit like sort of jealousy incarnate in the you know love geometry thing but i don't mm-hmm. know that was that was a good drama so yeah and kim ji suk is always like hilarious and heartfelt <laughs> yeah. so anisa would definitely yeah. watch this one i'm sure i'm complaining but i'm gonna watch it <laughs> <laughs> right i'm there i'm here for this drama as well that wraps up the news. So I think, yeah, that wraps up the news. And we're finally at upcoming dramas of August. And thank God it's not as long a list as July. God, I'm exhausted by that list still. They, they seem to have been, <laughs> been like, we'll have mercy on you and we'll just like give you two new dramas. I don't know how many do we have. Like, two oh, or three? Like we've run out of empty drama slots. So there's like. Yeah, no, they're all starting in July. So they'll be continuing through August. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So your next big slew will probably be in like October or some September, I think. Yes, but please not as big as July. That was terrible. 
Oh, no, but after exhausting. after is it the Chuseok holiday? Uh, yeah. I mean, there are usually some nine or ten dramas in, yeah, that's in the following the week, time, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah. So you you guys better be prepared for <laughs> 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 long what's up in drama. <laughs> Have to take shifts, <laughs> break um, it up. <laughs> that's just one way. Okay, I'm I'm gonna be on holiday for that one. <laughs> Remy, come. oh hey, you can't do that to us. <laughs> come on, I can try. <laughs> no, we'll haul you back. Okay, so we've got a couple of notes from um, a couple of dramas that we actually uh, talked about last month because they were meant to um, air in July, but they've been uh, moved forward to August. So Mellow Suits Me has a story behind it. So that's moved um, to August 9th um, due to having to reshoot and edit out one of the actors, um, Oh Sun-yeon, who had a controversy um, aiding and abetting a drunk driver. I suppose it's just as well it's practically an all-woman show. And Barma, you had a comment to add there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I did have a comment, and <laughs> I kept waiting for you to say it. <laughs> so I, I found, I found his controversy a little interesting because it, it's not much of a controversy. I mean, he was apparently with a woman who was who got into uh, the car drunk, and he apparently tried to stop her, but she still drove, and therefore he was booked for abetting a, a drunk driver. And uh, the thing is that a lot of netizens feel like this is really harsh punishment when he wasn't the drunk driver. But on the other hand, Korea does seem to be, at least recently, taking drunk driving very seriously. Well, people die from them, so you shouldn't. Yeah, so it's it's a good thing. It is a good thing. It's it's like an underrated crime. Like people don't seem to view it as seriously Mm -hmm. as they should. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you. It's just that the the haste with which he was dropped from, I think, two dramas. Uh, uh, he was, Mellow Suits Me is the new one, but he was already working on another one uh, at the time. Or maybe it's already finished. Yeah, Love Me Actually. So the shooting for that one is already done. Um, oh. So I'm not sure how they are going to cut his parts out, but... Uh, maybe they'll just apparently- shoot it with a different actor? That's what Mellow mm, I, I don't know this actor, so it, maybe he's, is he not the lead then? Well, He's not the lead. A, it's He's a three-woman lead. lead drama, so it's like a, an <laughs> drama, which is pretty cool. So there is no male lead, but he is so one of the it. one of the men in the main cast, and he's not. Yeah. Uh, He's not particularly well known. Um, not a big name or anything. I meant, I meant the other drama, Love Me Actually. Um, that with that one, I think all the shootings are done, and his portions are like I think they are. They'll try to ease out his character instead of trying to replace him because there are there were you know portions shot with other. Characters that can't be reshot, so I think uh, they issued an apology to viewers that we don't want to make you uncomfortable. So we're going to try to decrease his screen time as much as possible. But there will be some shots where he will have to be present for for the story to flow properly. So we're really sorry about that. So I found that I found that very interesting. That's fine. So uh, one more drama has moved forward also, which is um, I want to hear your song, and that's um, going to be airing on August fifth. Yeah, um, with our simple-minded timpanist. I, I did <laughs> you guys know that uh, Yoojin, because I'm really bad with names, so Yoonwoojin um, didn't didn't ring a bell at first, but uh, subsequently I realized that, that the, who, Who's not what? Marriage what? not dating guy. Yeah, marriage not dating guy, but also more more recently for me was introverted boss, oh, where yeah. he was criminally uh-huh. under you or... I, I don't know. I just they just I poor guy I, I, is all I have to say about that drama. So um, 
yeah like i i like both the actors here um just yeah uh, kim se jong is is a really talented actress and i haven't seen uh, yeon bu jin in anything after introverted boss so yeah i'm looking forward to this one you should probably watch queen for 7 days and then cry for i it. i i sh- <laughs> i don't want to man why why would i want to beat my heart because you love pang min young you love pang min young but just why why <laughs> Uh, yeah, I can't bring myself to. I'm like, I know this is an amazing drama. I don't know the cast is amazing, but yeah. I I like my heart where it I, is. I went yeah. I went and read the recaps for for the drama just like towards the end because I wanted to see how heartbreaking the ending would be. So I Why know how you do that. No. I haven't watched that one either. I couldn't bring myself to. It's one of those, I feel like it's one of those classics of where you fully intend to watch it but you kind of know you never will. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, you know, War and Peace. <sighs> Which was War and Peace, but I was tricked into it. My dad <laughs> sat me down and he was like this was right after watching um, My Fair Lady and and Tiffany's um, Breakfast at Tiffany's and my dad was like, "Hey, there's another movie with Audrey Hepburn and you want to watch?" And I was like, "Yeah, oh, absolutely." And then you watch War and Peace. Sure. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a war and peace with Audrey Hepburn. Is that even a thing? Are you sure that's real? Yes, that is that is that is a, that is a real thing. I mean, the oh. movie was great. I just did not. I did not. I was. I. It was tricked into it. Is all I have to say. <laughs> Dad, what? Borman nil. This has happened so many times. I should have known. <laughs> Dad, fifty thousand Borman nil. <laughs> okay, so new new dramas of August. Okay, so on August twenty first, um, we've got Graceful Family, which is airing on MBN, and that's Wednesday Thursday drama, sixteen episodes. This is with uh, Im Se Young, Lee Jung Ho, and Pei Jung Ok. Um, and uh, Im Se Young is an only child um, of a large conglomerate group. Does that make her a jibble? I'm sure it does. Um, yeah. She's beautiful, smart, and rich. Um, but uh, of course, she has a hidden tragedy, which is that her mother was killed fifteen years ago, and she struggles with it. So she appears outwardly arrogant, but she is inwardly struggling. Poor Im Se Young. <laughs> That's so cruel. I'm sure. Yeah. Rich people struggle yeah. too. Gosh. No, but I I like the I like the premise. And you yeah. like this actress as well. Um, this is my, my idea. My idea is Gangnam Beauty. Yeah, I told you. Yeah, I like Gangnam today. <laughs> my idea is Gangnam Beauty. There, I can say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I loved her there. She was uh, like really aptly cast in yes. that. But I have not seen her in anything else. So she's supposed to be a dramatic actress. Um, and this Gangnam Beauty was the first one where it was like a romantic comedy for her. So I'm looking forward to this because this looks like a romantic comedy as well. So I think I've seen her play a serial killer, maybe. Oh, in <laughs> Criminal Minds, which is a criminal show. Don't watch it. Gosh, okay. still angry. <laughs> I, I've seen her in this. Um, is it a weekend drama? The ones that are over a hundred episodes. Oh yeah, 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 usually. Yeah. So I, I obviously I did not get through the whole drama. Lovers in Bloom. So she plays a police police woman, and okay. so by the time it got to the melodrama, I was too like I was really sick of the. It's just too long. They take yeah, they I take forever. <laughs> just give it to me in sixteen episodes. <laughs> One twenty. Anyway, I probably just watched about maybe thirty episodes, which is also quite a bit, and it was comedy until then. So I also have not seen her in melodrama. 
Like by the time it got to the melodrama, I had checked out. As we all do, and then check back in at the end to make sure that there's a happy ending. <laughs> yeah. Skip the angst. So anyway, opposite her is um, actor Yi jang who plays a lawyer, uh, a lawyer without an office, and he gets um, headhunted, headhunted to join the legal group of the company that her dad owns. Um, and he is full of love, which is the opposite of Im Si-young, of course. And mm-hmm. yeah, so I'm sure love ensues. Ah, the rich person is saved <laughs> oh, by love right. yet again. <laughs> but also they investigate um, her mother's um, death, which uh, probably was a murder. So the two of them work together to uncover the truth of, of her mother's death. Um, and that sounds I like how I like fun. how his, his primary job as a lawyer here would be to like cover up immoral deeds by her family. Like <laughs> well, he's poor, so he, if whatever pays, he's got to do it. <laughs> but he is full of love. Okay. Exactly. He, but he needs to be full of money. Um, oh, and the, <laughs> other thing, the other interesting thing about this is that it's a reunion between uh, Im Siang and Lee Jung-woo after they uh, co-starred in 2012's I Do, I Do, where he was the male lead and she was the second lead, the female second lead. Okay. So, so the next one, um, the next one is called Strangers from Hell. Uh, oh, I'm excited about that. Yeah, Hell is other people. This airs on <laughs> August 31st on OCN, a uh, Saturday Sunday drama with Im Shiwan and Lee dong So it's uh, Im Shiwan. Is it August 31st? I think so. Oh, that's what it that's says. That's so far away. <laughs> well, you think no. it's far away <laughs> I'm so excited about this one. <laughs> did you did you see the trailer or the teaser trailer that's out? So I I'm keeping away from all spoilers. Like I'm not watching it. Okay. Have you do you know anything about the webtoon that it's based on? I only know that it's a supposed to, maybe is it supposed to be a slightly scary story where this character moves from a small town to Seoul and okay. the place that he's living in is I I don't know. I'm under the assumption that the place that he's living in is haunted. Yeah, I mean, that's all we've got. We don't really know much else about this. Um, it's Im Shiwan's Army Comeback Project. And it's OCN, so um, it's, it's dark. It's definitely not going to be light. <laughs> but it's Im Shiwan. He's back. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't forgiven him for King Loves yet, so... You guys, I have not it. watched it, so I have nothing to forget about. <laughs> so I, 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 I wasn't very interested in the King Loves, unfortunately, despite it being his last project. But this one, so this is a manhwa adaptation, right? And yeah. his other manhwa adaptation is Misang, which is yeah, that's true. One of the best mm-hmm. of drama land, uh, objectively speaking. <laughs> that's a fact. <laughs> So when I heard like Im Shivan, Manhua adaptation and the Manhua itself seems to be quite well received, I was just like the Misang flashbacks just have me so excited. And the name Hell is Other People is so appropriate. <laughs> Hell is Other People. That is the so truth. True. That name. I'm going to wait until you guys tell me it's not scary. Okay. It's it's Korean drama. How scary can it be? Like even the scariest stuff is like ghosts come out and crack jokes. So I'm it's a very scarable empty. person. So, you know. Yeah. So before we move on to the other one, I, I just want to say that I did watch the teaser trailer and no big spoilers, but it, it does seem to have like a spooky vibe to the whole thing. And I love it. It just, it seems to aesthetically be something that I'm probably going to be really into. So, all right. And also Yi Dong Wook. So, <laughs> 
Yes. Now I feel scared, but I will probably watch it because I like Edonok as well. Right. <laughs> okay, so the last thing, um, the last drama doesn't have an air date that we know of just yet. Um, it's called uh, Catch the Ghost um, or Catch Yuryong. Yuryong is the word for um, ghost or phantom. So this is also a, a comeback for the main actress, um, Moon Gyeong, who's been out of Dramaland for a few years. Um, after illness, I think health, yeah, health problems. So it's weird that there isn't a lot of promos going around for this, but it looks fun. Um, you've got uh, Moon Gyeong Young starring with Kim Sono and Jung Yoo Jin, and um, we like both all three of well, we like Kim Sono and we like Jung Yoo Jin usually. Um, she plays a rookie detective, and her autistic twin sister goes missing. So she joins a subway police team to try and find her. Um, and she's this sort of fiery, hot-spirited um, young detective. And Kim Sono plays a more sort of staid, placid kind of, uh, what is it, sedate um, police person. So they okay. team up to find her sister. And she. this is kind of weird. I'm not quite sure. But Asian Wiki says she solves cases using her exceptional space perception and strong sense of justice. Um, and yeah, I don't know what exceptional space perception means. But I'm <laughs> happen to find out. I mean, if, if Drama Land gives me a new superpower to um, add to on my fantasy roster, that's awesome. True, true. <laughs> oh, and did we already talk about the play on on the drama name? So uh, Yuria, yeah, yeah, yeah. who is the name of the yeah. character, yeah, is. Uh, I don't know why anybody's parents would name them. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> unless, it means, unless it means something else in the Hanja, which we don't know. Um, yeah, maybe it I means something know. like maybe maybe a more flattering form of I, I don't know. <laughs> maybe it means spirit and not ghost. <laughs> well, it's like phantom as well, so you know it, it yeah. sort of covers that variety of ghostly. Well, you know, Saya in Hindi, your your uh, word doesn't just mean shadow; it, it can also mean phantom. Oh, really? Yes. I did not know that. <laughs> now I feel scared. I think I'm going to change my name. <laughs> I also did not know this is what Saya meant. No, you can do that. It's no, basically phantom, as in like the the, like the shadow being alive. Yeah. Yeah, like shade. Yeah. Mm. It comes from like a creepy, creepy. version of the shadow. <laughs> Very so. creepy. And I think that's a good note to end on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a, that was a shockingly short roundup of, of what's coming up. I feel like we're missing something, like another 10 dramas. Yeah. <laughs> and guys, if you get confused or, or lost about which dramas are premiering in August, though we, like it's like all for four dramas so you shouldn't um, you can go to our blog and check out the premiere list for August which we publish on the first of every month mm-hmm. yes that list is awesome let me just endorse your I've list I've used it so many times myself <laughs> yeah I found it really helpful for July thanks Dramas Over Flames for providing me with a list that I really am genuinely using every other day <laughs> <laughs> yes thank you Dramas Over Flames <laughs> Did you you just thank yourself? (laughs) Why not? (laughs) 